Hi, good morning. Can you hear me right now? Hello, good morning. Can anybody hear me? Hello, can anybody hear me? Hello, can anybody hear me right now? Can anyone hear me? Okay, all right, well, all right, this is very weird. Occasionally, we have technological glitches when things happen. So um, if you can hear me, this is wonderful. And, um, I'm going to start the podcast all over again, and uh, then I'm going to have to learn how to edit so that when I go to put it on the live show, I'll be able to get all of this editing out of the way, but this is all just something new for me. I don't understand what happens with the app. Sometimes it just does this on a live show. There are many different reasons. Anyway, um, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the live podcast today and today is august 4th 2021 and i was talking about uh myself first at 10 o'clock and i just wanted to introduce myself again really quickly my name is ellie molina i'm an intuitive psychic technologically challenged at times an author and an educator and today we're going to talk about somatics and before we get there i have just two things to cover and one is astrology and then a question that we have from a caller. So these astrologically on August 6th, we have a sun square Uranus Leo Taurus. And this date is going to be calling us for independence, for freedom, for autonomy. And we're going to feel that our relationships are a bit unpredictable, thrilling. And if we're not careful, they could be even a bit devastating, depending on how we respond. So keep your schedule tight. Don't sign contracts if you can on that day, just because the energy is a bit square and a little volatile. Volatile. And then on the Sunday, the 8th, we have a new moon in Leo. Now, this is going to be an interesting new moon. So number one, you do want to create the new going into the fall, going into the next season. So you want to create, but at the same time, you also want to know that the energy is going to be really powerfully strong. And because Uranus is opposite of Saturn, we're going to feel a lot of responsibilities coming on us. So just know that as long as you take responsibility for yourself and your life, 
then things can ease up because you are the captain of your own ship. Always remember that. Nobody else is in charge but you, and that means how you are going to respond to circumstances and events and situations that come at you from outside sources. Then on the ninth, we have a Venus opposed Neptune, Virgo Pisces. This is a great day for love and um, feeling really good in terms of heart matters. And then finally, on the 10th, we have Mercury opposed Jupiter, Leo Aquarius over here. So we may be feeling very confident. Jupiter will sprinkle us with luck and love. Uh, keep your eye on the gold on this day. Think big. Really start expanding your horizons and start thinking big. The bigger you think, the more exciting things can come into your life as you think big. Okay, so I'm glad that we got this all settled and that you can hear me now. And the first question that I have that I received today is, good morning, Ellie. My kids have not sold their home. They had it on the market. They took it off the market and is up for sale again. Will things be going well for them? Thank you. Okay, so a couple of things. Uh, we always want to make sure that we are in alignment with what it is that we want. So when we put our home on the market and then we take it off, we are sending mixed messages. So as soon as your family, as soon as your children have clearly decided that they are ready to sell their home, they're ready to sell, this is what they want, they know what they're doing, they know where they're going. Once they have that clarity, then they'll be able to put their energy and focus into selling the home. And then, yes, of course it will sell and it will sell easily and effortlessly if the focus and alignment is a match to what they want. So that means you can't, it's, if you want to sell your home, you got to think of it as the bow and arrow. Once you shoot the arrow towards your target, uh, that target, you know, it's been sent. It's been put out there. Now you just got to trust. You can't run chasing that arrow and then blowing it to make it go different ways or wishing that wishing things were different. That bow has that the arrow has left the bow and now it is headed towards the target. And so remember, what is it that you want? Speak what you want, think what you want, see clearly where that arrow is going so that you're a bullseye for that. So that means all kinds of self conversations like, oh, did we do the right thing? Are we going to get a buyer? When are we going to get a buyer? All that stuff has to go. The energy has been put out. Just let it go now and trust it. And especially if you've done all of your other magical things that we spoke about previously, and on calls that we've had, you put your magical energies out there. You do the things that you need to be doing in the, in the quantum realm in terms of the magical things that you need to do. And I do believe we spoke about that in a private call. So you do those things at the same time and then you keep the focus. No vacillating. Don't, not, don't pull it on and off if you really want to go. You know, it just that shows the universe that you're not sure about what it is that you want, you know. OK, so once you know what you want without continuing to talk, <laughs> let it go. Let the universe do your thing. The buyer will come. Just have trust and faith that this is what you want and then allow it to come to fruition. OK, um, 
Good morning, good morning, good morning, and I'd like to welcome Jennifer Pyron right now. So Jennifer, if you could call in, and that, what that looks like is you have to hit a button. There you go. All right. Let's see. Jennifer, you are now on a live call. So good morning and welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm excited to have you here. Good morning. Thank you very much, Ellie, for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And it's a pleasure to have you here. So today I want to talk about somatics. I think that a lot of people do not have a clue what it is. And I put down a definition of it as the science of visualizing audio frequencies that make sound visible. And the first time, Jennifer, that I came across somatics was uh, through a video by Nigel Stanford. You're familiar with him, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So can you start to tell us a little bit about your background and how you got involved with uh, somatics and then how you came about creating soul somatics? And then we'll talk about my experience that we had, that I had with you. But first, can you share a little bit about um, what it is with somatics and your connection to it and, your, and what it took to have you create this program? Absolutely. So soul somatics is my being. It's, it's my natural essence. Um, I am a trained classical singer. Um, who has gone into this experimental realm with sound now. Um, I purchased a synthesizer about five or six years ago, started experimenting with sound through the synthesizer in connection with my own voice and began to develop a personal connection at the level of resonance that has now expanded into soul somatics. So this is an immersive practice in healing frequencies plus the discovering of your natural essence so it really is a way to develop symbolic sight at the level of frequency cool um so can i'm just for those people whom this is so exciting and i love frequency the you know everything is frequency we know that everything on this planet vibrates to a particular frequency. And often we forget or we don't even know that sound, meaning our words that we speak, the thoughts that we have, um, our own personal signatory frequency, we forget that these things exist. So can you tell us a little bit about, um, can you tell us a little bit about what your thoughts are regarding sound and words and um, yeah, why don't you share some of your knowledge? Yes. Um, so specifically through soul somatics, we work with the 12 frequency scale. And when vibrating at the level of humming and through breathing exercises, you begin to discover where at the level of your inner body, so your energy body, you then enter into subtle communication with your outer body which is your physical body. So it's that, that space between where you feel the vibration, the resonance. And it is at this level, the most intimate space of resonance within you, where you start to develop consciousness 
and a connection to your imagination, your creativity, your natural essence. Very, very cool. Um, so I, <laughs> and if anybody, yeah, if anybody has a question before we continue, now's a great time to, to call in and ask questions. I want to talk a little bit also while you're calling in and asking questions. Uh, Jennifer, before I talk about my experience with you, uh, do you want to share some of the experiences that you had personally and some of the experiences that some of your other clients have encountered or experienced? Absolutely. I have a pleasure of working with a variety of of people. Um, first and foremost, I'm a people person. So I truly value and cherish everyone's unique and special way of being. So I work with entrepreneurs, coaches, um, advisors, film writers, artists, musicians. Um, you do not have to be a singer. You do not have to know how to carry even a tune. You just have to be open and willing to understand internal resonance and your ability, like what you said earlier, to understand frequencies and the power of frequencies so mm -hmm. yeah and, and yeah and so in terms of that have you had any feedback besides the feedback that I'm going to give so I'm going to talk about what happened to me only um some experiences that some of your clients have had where they said they'll call you and say hey Jennifer listen this was so great and this is what happened for me now and I'm feeling x y and z any of any stories like that that you can share with us Yes, um, I truly feel that this is an introduction to a way of living at the level of frequency. Um, so, for example, I've worked with a composer who created a beautiful composition that was outside of his realm of traditional study. Um, I work with a film writer who is also taking voice lessons with me and is opening up a new way to express her voice through her writing of, of her film work. Um, and then also those that are developing podcasts, maybe writing their first book, really looking to tune in to their creative voice as their natural essence. So I think the success stories are very individual based because my way of Working with each client is individual, individual mm -hmm. based. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So cool. So, you know, we all, I don't, well, I'm just going to say this. We all know that there are some, let's talk about voice and frequency first before we even get into somatics and into the harmony with the soul, with your essence. But just think about it. How many times have we heard somebody speak and it's like, oh God, I can't stand their voice. Um, is what happens there? Is there a connection to the frequency when somebody has, um, again, and I understand that all the way that we hear voices. Okay, let's use me as an example. So I have, um, and for example, when people speak, one of the things that happens to me is I'm highly, highly affected and percep perceptive of other people's voices. And when people have voices that I find unpleasant, I have a difficult time 
relating and communicating with them, even if what they're saying is could be quite remarkable. But I find that on a physical level, something happens to me when I hear them speak. Is that relevant in any way to somatics? Absolutely, it is. Um, somatics really concentrates on the purest form of sound. So it breaks it down to the ancient language of sound itself and how to see and sense and resonate with the purest form of sound as frequency. So as you were speaking about voices that may um, affect you in a certain way, it's the gentle pulling away of the layers to discover the core of the purpose of that sound. And so breaking it down into its purest form through somatics is a very natural and healthy way of understanding why is it that that frequency then affects you in that way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's interesting to start to look at. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I like, oh, I'm thinking of all of the it's true Jennifer when when people have certain voices I just I just I don't I just can't hear what they're mm -hmm. saying I just mm -hmm. can't hear it so I don't know if that's typical of other people or if that's just my idiosyncrasy um, but I do believe that when people have voices that that people can change their voices they can learn how to have a different voice and wouldn't that be raising their frequency also by changing their voice? Absolutely, and it also raises the level of consciousness. Mm. So transparency is a beautiful word that I love to think about throughout the day. How can I be most transparent in this moment? It just breaks it down to the core of being, and that is being present, and that is being honest, and that is the purest form. That's natural essence. So yes, you're correct. <laughs> oh, cool. Okay. All right. So I want to share a little bit about my experience with Jennifer. Um, I am, I, <laughs> this is funny, I am open to many things, but I'm also skeptical of many things. So as I approach things that are new and different for me, I am always open to them, but I always have what I call a healthy level of skepticism. Now, I happen to really be familiar with sound anyway, just from the research, you know, back with, um, oh, what was his uh, his name, the, um, the water man, remember? Um, oh, remember when he put, he would uh, look at the composition of, uh, water, the, the crystals, do you remember his name? The Japanese, um, oh my goodness, it's failing me right now. He was, he did sound and he would say Masaru words. Yes. Emoto. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I was I'm going to put it in the blank. chat too. Thank you. I was drawing a blank on that one. So when I used to teach Jennifer back in the day when I taught at the magic school, we would take plants and then we would write words. We would just write words. We would write beautiful words, and then we would write some ugly words, and then we would take plants and put the plants on top of the words. We weren't even saying them. And some of the plants stopped growing, and other plants started growing really well. And then we switched it, and the kids started talking to the plants, 
and then they would start speaking nicely. I didn't want anybody to kill their plant. It was just, you know, I didn't want that to happen. So then the plants that weren't thriving, we started speaking really well to them. And we all know this is true. We know that, you know, there's so much research on plants responding to human energy and we're all connected, but that's a different aside. So anyway, that's a whole other topic. So now when you told me that you were doing this, I said, oh, I gotta have, I've gotta have a session. So we had a session and I did a lot of humming. And then what resulted for me, at first I had to, you know, there was that moment of connect the dots because I had the experience, I'm just making this up. I had the experience on Monday and I followed Jennifer's advice, you know, to stay quiet after our session and not, not do anything, really just be conscious after the session and just maintain kind of a low key, you know, way of being, which I did. And then it was probably on Wednesday where I had, I'm going to call it a clearing. So sometimes in my life, due to the nature of my work, there's a lot of swampiness that gets attached to me and I, a lot of energy comes on. And by Wednesday, I had this remarkable clearing in my body where things started opening up again. Everything had this clarity and it was refreshing. It was like my being had been refreshed. And then I said to myself, aha, uh -huh, this must be directly connected to my session with Jennifer. And I do believe that. And so one of the things that we have done is that we Jennifer recorded the session. And so on those days and moments where I'm feeling uh, particularly swampy, what I do is I pull out my recording and I go through the I go through the soul somatics exercise that I don't know, I don't know was that soul somatic exercise, but I went through the exercise that Jennifer had done with me, and then I feel this intense clearing within a few hours now. It's really fabulous. So, with that being said, how would you see, how would you suggest that if somebody wanted to work with you one on one? How would you set that up for, let's say, something that they wanted to do? Let's say for, yeah, particular problems in their life, if they wanted a clearing or if they wanted some movement in their business. Yes, you can reach me directly through my website, jenniferpyron.com. And okay. I am open to speaking with anyone for um, 20 minutes. If you have a moment, reach out, let's connect. Um, and I also want to speak about our session together, Ellie, because I remember coming to you and um, remembering in that moment how we had a conversation almost a year ago for our first time. And I met with you for a session. And I remember you speaking directly with me about transcending the levels of consciousness. Mm. And it gave me something to really chew on for that time and it was the reflection of that chewing that then brought to life soul somatics so i want to thank you for meeting with me and um, really resonating with me at this level it's a very intimate um, personal space and i cherish value and honor that um, in each of my clients and you know, the activating of the soul's frequency initiates the embodiment of you. 
So this is your natural essence in the form of frequency. And after the session, you know, to suggest to be still and to just be really is the soaking in of that natural essence. So thank you for speaking into that because that is vital. It's vital. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I just have to share with everybody who's listening to this podcast today and in the future that they really, really reach out for a session with you just to, ha to have the experience, Jennifer, so that they can see the difference of and, and start to have that conscious awareness, the connection between the sound that comes out of our mouths, the words that we use, the frequency that we emit in the world, our signature frequency, and what it is that we're creating on a conscious and unconscious level too. You know, we're all talking about the planet and humanity, you know, humanity and saving the planet. And yet it all begins with ourselves and our conscious awareness. And what's another way to begin with checking in with ourselves is to tune into our frequency. So that to me is like, that's a basic, you know? Um, do, you, do you know a little bit about Sanskrit also? Is that part of your studies? Um, I can't speak directly into that, but I'm curious what you have to say. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no. I was just curious because I remember when I was learn when I was talking about, um, in my book, when I started talking about words that carry frequency, that, uh, according to, uh, researchers that NASA used, um, Sanskrit because they said that it was a precise and unambiguous language that was over 3,500 years old, and it's been called the language of sounds. And Sanskrit actually means literally language brought to formal perfection. And so NASA scientists use this for creating artificial language that's suitable for their computers. And they found that it was the only completely unambiguous human language, and that they found that Sanskrit words carry remarkable power in the energy and vibrational field. So that's why I was thinking, you know, in terms of remember when we do some of the mantras and the affirmations and the, you know, the humming and the om and all of this, part of that is in part of those are also, you know, the, the, um, the, not the humming, but yes, the humming can also be some of the Sanskrit mantras, which of course affect the frequency to, another level. All right. That's, you know, it's like, oh my goodness. So I was just curious. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. It was just, I, I'm crazy about learning and it's an internal thing. So you mentioned one word and I have to learn and look it up. So I was just really curious um, because that's how I came across Nigel Stanford and his work. And um, yeah. Any yes. thoughts on Nigel? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, first of all, um, in regards to speaking about Sanskrit, uh, what I love about working with each individual client is that everyone has a symbol, a word, a something that comes forward, and that is specific to them. Um, so in regards to revealing what those secrets are, that's not for me, that's for you to discover through our time together and we capture that through the recordings. And those are you, that is your secret language, that is the, the subtle 
communication at the level of your frequency that is. Um, so I love that you were speaking about that. And then, yes, I've, I've been enjoying catching up on videos with Nigel and, you know, really seeing the beautiful um, formations that he has with the Claudney plates um, and just the pure expression of sacred geometry through sound and to understand that when we do tune in to the purest forms of frequencies, we resonate with that. And that's beautiful. So, yeah. yes. Oh, my God. This just, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank this just brings, you. Yeah, this brings me right back to the whole how connected we are, you know, back to the <laughs> to synthesize, synthesize the connectivity as creativity. So let's keep this conversation going. Let's create at this level. Let's yes. live at this level. Let's be the resonating force at this level it's time yeah yeah and the things that we can create this is the realm of magic okay when people say yes. oh magic magic but this is really what magic is it's being consciously aware of everything and that we are all connected at every level yes. the sound the hearing the sight the smell the the, the other the extras the the um the other sense, you know, our sixth, our intuitive sense, it's all part of who we are. And we forget ourselves, right? Every day as we walk around as our human third dimensional machines, we forget who we really are. We forget the beauty of who we really are. And also to connecting through the silence. I think there are mm. moments where we are overwhelmed with the sound, the stimulation, the experience, the what can I seek next? What happens when we become silent? Mm -hmm. What happens when we become the listener, the silent observer? It just, it flips it into a whole nother way of being. And it's those pockets of consciousness that become delicious. It's, they're really delicious when you discover them. So, and I, I know that you work in this way too, Ellie. So thank you for being you. <laughs> oh, thank you. And thank you for creating this and, and coming onto the podcast and, and bearing with my technological strangeness that happened today. But we did it and we got it. And so I'm going to just share with everybody listening, please reach out to Jennifer and let her know that you heard her on the podcast, okay? Absolutely. And uh, connecting with me through jenniferpyron.com, just mention in your little message that you heard our conversation today here on Ellie's podcast and we'll work on a discount um, together. Oh, beautiful, so, Jennifer. Yes. How kind. How wonderful. Thank you. All right, girlfriend. I'm going to end this call for everybody out here. I want to thank you all for being here today. Any questions, email myself, email Jennifer. Uh, you know where to reach her. You know where to reach me. And sending you all love, light, magic, and happy frequencies. All right. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for being on the call, Jennifer. Bye, thank everybody. You, Ellie. You're welcome. Bye.